Welcome back, back to the Defeat of Darkness. This is Vivian L. Miller. I'm here with C.J. Jones. We are once again meeting to defeat the darkness. How are you doing, Cheryl? I'm doing awesome. I am doing awesome, as I know you are as well. I am blessed abundantly, highly favored, and deeply loved of the Lord, and I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Not Amen. who, which, because which. of the anointing that strengthens that's right. Amen. Um, so we were talking briefly before this started, and we are going to be talking about, we can't, just because we know how this is turning out, both of us have been listening to Julie Green and the prof prophetic word that she's been putting forth for the last, we've, we've both been listening for, what, several months now, at mm -hmm. least. Right. But the last few couple of weeks have been extremely powerful extremely powerful and one of the things the lord brought up was just because i'm taking care of this doesn't mean you can sit back and do nothing you are part of this you must uphold things to, in order for them to go the way they're they need to go right that's exactly right we have a part to play we are part in partnership with with the lord we have a covenant with almighty god and he cut covenant Jesus and the Father cut covenant. He shed his blood as the blood for the sacrifice of our new covenant with the Father. The covenant cannot be broken, but we can put it aside and walk away from it. And I don't plan on doing that. This is like we were talking before we started the podcast. This is not the time to... to you know, wobble like weevil, weevils wobble and they don't fall down. Remember that that old <laughs> commercial with the with the baby, the kids' toys. Yeah, well, this I do. is not the time to do that in our walk. If That's we right. were going to play with this, we should have played with it five or six decades ago. Not now. Right. Exactly. We're in a very crucial time. We are absolutely. It is a crucial time, and it is. Um, Robin Bullock keeps talking about it too. That this is a time like. Uh, unlike any other in mm -hmm. history and we must go forward right that's exactly we right a, we don't have an option to quit at this point no you, we can't mm -mm. you know i think more than anything you know you know quitting is not an option but we need to get people to get started mm -hmm. you know some of them aren't even started yet right they haven't picked up their sword yet, and it's it's past time to do that. So, yeah, and and I don't want to be I'm, I refuse to be one of those that plays catch up at this point. No, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to someone during work yesterday, and she was one of those who's not awake yet, mm -hmm. and doesn't have a clue. And she started talking about one side of the aisle. And uh -huh. she is on the opposite side of the aisle of me. And she's saying comments about the other side of the aisle. And I'm just working. She was calling because of uh, fraud. Confirmed. She was confirming fraud. So I was helping her yeah. get everything straightened out. And she kept telling me what a, what a, she was my, that I was her hero. And she was so grateful that I was helping her. And then she'd go back to the talking about the other side that she was not on. Mm -hmm. which is the side I'm on. Yeah. And it was so interesting. I thought to myself, you have no idea who you're talking to and you're, you're bad mouthing. 
people you don't even know. Yeah. And at the same time telling me what how how much of a hero I am to fix it for her and get everything situated and give her next steps and tell her how to protect herself and you know, it was just it was very interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, I see it as much as you do. You know, there are so many people that you're sitting here wondering, how can you still be asleep during all of this? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I see a lot of posts on different social media sites where people are still, like you said, backing one side of the aisle and they absolutely refuse to see what's going on on their side of the aisle. I've seen that quite a bit too. And, um, right. y- you know, it's just, you sit there and you think there's just no way that they can be this asleep still. You have to wonder, you know, are they ever going to wake up? But you have to believe in a sense that they are, you know, because I know that, that there's a certain group of individuals who, who are kind of in control of what's going on right now. Right. And they're, they're, they wanted 70% of the American people to wake up. And then they kind of moved that after that 70% woke up, they moved it to, well, we want 15 to 20% more. And so we're all kind of like, okay, we're exhausted now. How much, how much further do we have to go? So, you know, there's, there's an old saying, my mind is made up. Don't confuse me with the facts. I haven't heard that one before. And, yeah, I think of that when I when we talk about people that just absolutely you don't understand how they can still feel the way they feel. Yeah, with all that's happened, but it goes back to that saying: "My mind is made up. Don't confuse me with the facts." Wow, that's a the good deception one. Is, the deception is heavy. No, it is definitely. And without the word of God, no one can discern what what truth is. Well, that's. That's true. So I have to be, I have to believe based on what I've seen and based on what I know about the word that the people who are, who are absolutely just completely blind to what's been going on, they're not born again. They can't be. Well, I have to agree with you on that one. I mean, you know, I know that there are people who are waking up. I was having a conversation with my son last night, you know, and he's only 21. So he's, he's young. He's in that, what do you call it? Gen Z? Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But they're, they're all very young people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we were having this conversation. I said, I know that there's still a lot of people in your age group that are completely oblivious to what's going on. And he's like, no, mom, people are my age are actually waking up. And they're seeing what the what the issues are, and they're seeing you know where it's coming from, right? So, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, tell me what's going on. Good. So we had a we had a really long conversation about that. Praise so the I, Lord. Yeah. So I know that there are a lot of people that are waking up to it, during this this great awakening, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it really truly is. And it, that's, that's a, that's a blessing. And I'm so happy to hear it. Well, and that, you know, that's what looking glass is all about that we're tw- wanting to divert that great awakening that started in 2012. Right. And no matter how they tried to 
spin it, it didn't change. Right. And I, it, I believe it was a, it, it has been God ordained. That's why they couldn't change it. That's exactly what I believe too. I mean, when they those timelines converged in in twenty twelve. That was pretty much it. That was the start of of where we are now, but it right. took it took, you know, twelve years or so, or however. Yes. How, what year is it? Eleven years. Eleven years. So yeah, far. it's taken a you know ten eleven ten or eleven years now at this point to to actually you know get the message out and people start to wake up to that message. Mm-hmm. but that's just that is really in my opinion and just my opinion only that's not enough you know people need to start participating now yeah because this is a war that we're in this is a battle that we've seen before this is a war we've and never seen before it's, it's a spiritual battle for the very existence of mankind is what it boils, of what it boils down to and robin bullock was saying last week he said the pressure builds. It's like it's like you know something that's in a pot cooking, and it starts to boil. And it, that boiling point, it comes to a point where that boils so much that something has to give. Something has to burst right. forth. Right. It can't continue being at that level. It's going to continue growing, and then there comes a point where everything's going to just go bluey. You know, regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's that's where we're at. Is we're at that at that point where it's about to go bluey, and it's not going to go bluey the way yeah. you think it is, right? Because that's right. what Julie's words have been saying is it's not going to go the way they they think it is. It's not going to go the way they planned. So praise God for that. At, yeah, praise God for that. Let's look at Second Timothy two. As you know, I've had a challenging last couple of weeks, but this is what I kept being, you know, led to go back to. We yeah. talked about this in the past, but we're, we're going to spend some time on this again. So 1 Timothy 2, starting at verse 1. I This is King James first. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, doesn't say second of all, or when you think of it every few days, it says I exhort, therefore, that first of all, first means what? First. <laughs> first means first. The first thing you and do. If there's first, there's always a second, right? So it's right. never going to be second. It's always going to be first. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. Can you read that for me in yours? Yeah. First of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf. Give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Uh, I'm, I started reading the Amplified Classic 
I re more recently, and I looked it up before we started this, and I like it in the Amplified Classic. First of all, then, I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in positions of authority or high responsibility, that outwards we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life, and inwardly a peaceable one, in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every way. For such praying is good and right, and it is pleasing and acceptable to God our Savior, who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. Wow. I'm going to read verse 4 again because it's full. Who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. That is a good that's bite. Where, that's where we are right now. Yeah. We need to increasingly perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. Amen. There are too many people doing, believing all kinds of stupid stuff, like that post you sent me. Oh, that if, one about the... Yes. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah. if Jesus didn't really die on the cross and he married Mary Magdalene, then the whole point of the blood covenant is lost. Exactly. There is no point. What do you call that? Doctrine of demons? It is doctrine of demons because it says in 1 John 2, that beware and, you know, try the spirits and see if they are of God. Mm -hmm. um, hang on a second. Let me find that. I know it's 1 John 2. I'm thumbing through here too. Yeah, that's about the anointing. I have the wrong chapter, but I know it's in First John. Talks about any spirit that that does not say that Jesus is born of the flesh is not of God. Talk about trying the spirits. Right.
Well, I mean, you know, First John two actually has some pretty good scriptures in it here. First John 4. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is, is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, where if you have where have you have heard that it should come and even now already is in the world. First John First John 4 3, it was wrong chapter. I knew it was in the wrong chapter. Hereby starting at verse 2. First John 4 2. Hereby um, no, I'll start at one. The live of believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus, the anointed one, is come, is come in the flesh is of God or is of love. And every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now is already in the world. 1 John 4, 1 through 3. Can you read it in yours, please? Mm-hmm. It says, Dear friends, do not everyone who claims to be who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the spirit they they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in this world. This is how we know if they have the spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has a spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into the world. I, don't, I, I kind of don't like that version because it mentions prophet and it's not about prophets. It's about anybody. Right. Let me read it. Let me read it in the Amplified Classic. Beloved, do not put faith in every spirit, but prove, test the spirits to discover whether they proceed from God for many false prophets have gone forth into the world by this you may know perceive and recognize the spirit of God every spirit which acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ the Messiah actually has become man and has come in the flesh is of God has God for its source and every spirit that does not acknowledge and confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, but would annul, destroy, sever, disunite him, is not of God, does not proceed from God. This non-confession is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that it was coming and is now is already in the world. So that person on that chat saying what they were saying that is absolutely not scriptural it is doc a doctrine of demons because it says it's from the antichrist right but not only that she was saying also that 
I'm doing the work. And I'm like, no, you're not. And not the Lord Jesus. <laughs> not, yeah, not the Lord Jesus. Not that wasn't. Lord. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was getting pretty roasted by a lot of people on there. And her, her comment, I'm doing the Lord's work. Yeah. And who's to say which which one you will which whom you will serve? Right. Because you're not you're not serving the one that is the Lord Jesus. But that's the type of that's the type of thing we're dealing with. We're dealing with that antichrist spirit. Robin Bullock has been talking a lot about that antichrist spirit that's mm -hmm. per, per, is pervasive in our government, in our churches, in our schools. Yep. In our cities. Right. And this is why the fight is so intense. Because that Antichrist spirit wants to take over. And it's not time to take over. Right. This is why we're in a position like we are. Because this is unlike, like you said earlier, this is a time unlike anything else in our history. And when the when the word goes forth through through Julie for the last couple of months, the Lord keeps bringing up Exodus, and He says, "This is what is about to happen." Makes Exodus look like it was no big deal. Using my verb, not his. Yeah, you know, like it was. It's it's minimal. What happened at the Red Sea is nothing compared to what's about to happen. Right. Talk about an exciting time to live. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, people just, they, they have no clue what's coming and how big it's going to be. And they've been saying for a long time, you know, it's, it's biblical. So it's going to be biblical, which to me means yeah, it's it going to be very, very, it's going to be the biggest thing we've ever seen. Yeah. And that's what, and that goes right along with the prophetic words that God's been giving Julie. I'm about to do something you have never seen me do. Yeah. Because remember, we've had many discussions over the over the last year in the podcast about the Lord's done; He's had enough. Yeah. Well, now I'm hearing those. I'm hearing that in her prophetic words because it's He's saying, "I've had enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I've had enough. I've given you time to repent. I've yep. given you warnings. I've given you words. I've given you opportunities, and you refuse to listen." Right. He's not left his throne. He's not left his throne and he's not left he's not abandoned us. And he he was talking in that last one that she I've listened to those ones that she's done for the last couple of weeks, several times each. And that very last one that she did about the giants falling. He says, yeah. I've, 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 I can, the blood is crying out to me, the, the service people that have died for this country. And now it's being, things are happening the way they're happening. The blood of the children is crying out to me. He said, that blood is speaking to me. And I have, I have to, I'm hearkening to that cry of a blood. What? Remember when Cain killed Abel and he said, what have you done? Yeah. And he says, I don't, you know, I don't know where my brother is. And God says something different. His blood is crying out to me from the ground. Right. The blood still cries. 
that's what totally. God is saying. The blood is crying out to me. It has a voice. Right. And for that person to be on that chat saying he didn't really die on the cross. No, that blood is still in the mercy seat. Right. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And that blood still speaks. I, I just, I'm appalled. <laughs> I've been appalled about some of the things that I'm hearing and seeing. And I just hear me both. I just sit there sometimes just completely amazed. You just said what they said. And I'm like, how, how, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating one. And two, you just kind of want to grab them by their shirt collars and shake them up. You know, it makes me think of the scripture. Which one is it? Um, oh, I know what it is. It's the one about commanding the morning to take take hold of the ends of the the earth and shake the wicked out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that, what is that, Job? Could be. I want to say it's, I think I want to say it's Job, like Job 38, 12 or something like that. Something about commanding the morning and, and, and taking hold of it to, taking hold of the ends of the earth and shit. Let's see if I can find it. 38, let's, let's, let's see if we you're pretty good about finding addresses, so I don't, I don't question when you tell me something has an address. Yeah, verse 12, um, and verse 11, and said, hitherto um, shall you come, but no further, and here shall your proud waves be stayed. Have you commanded the morning and your, and your days and caused the day spring to know its place, its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth? that the wicked might be shaken out of it. It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. And from the wicked, their light is withholden, and the high arms will be broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or have you walked in the, in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been opened unto you, or have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Yeah, you were right. Yeah. That should be, that's, you know, some a part of my prayer, you know, is that Lord just, you know, command the morning, you know, take hold of the ends of the earth and just shake the wicked out of it. And I, we're in that process. It's just a. Yeah, we are. It's just a little and bit lengthier word, process than we would like. Yeah, yeah. So he's never he's always on time, but he's never the time that I think he should be. Right. <laughs> I learned, agree. Learned I agree. Patient. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned to be patient because he knows what he's doing, and his mm -hmm. timing is always perfect. It's just isn't 
what I think is perfect isn't the same thing as he thinks is perfect. <laughs> right, right. And I've been using that Job 22, 28 mm -hmm. and decreeing the wisdom of God over these people. The people Me too. That, that, yeah. Yeah, the people that are in control of What's all the things on? that are happening, yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully, you know, we're going to see something sooner rather than later. You know, we've been hearing for a long time, you know, about August. There's something that's going to be happening in August, but I don't think it's going to be what we've been hoping for and anticipating. Yeah, I don't know, um, but I, I think it's going to come later. I think some of the timing things that, you know, I've because of some of the things that that we know are coming. I've I've asked the Lord months ago because my my vacation starts here um, fairly soon. Yeah, and um, so I had asked the Lord if, if it's if this is that certain things are going to happen. I'd rather happen during my vacation so it doesn't affect, you know, my normal job. Yeah, right. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I just, I sit, I just, I'm, I cannot, it's hard to fathom that people still don't see, don't see. How can yeah. you not see? It's as blatant as the hand in front of your face. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. They just start praying the way I I did, you know, back in I told you back in 2016 I, to show me the truth. Right. Little did you know what what kind of truth yeah, exactly. you <laughs> Yeah, I I've, I've said this many times. I was not prepared for what he showed me and for what I've been um learning over the last 3 years three to four years. It actually kind of started in 2019, but I just didn't see that that's what it was until we right. hit 2020. And then the things that I was witnessing in 2019 made more 20. And as the information continued to come, you know, and really began to reveal itself to me and it, so that I could see exactly what was going on, it was very overwhelming to the point where, you know, I wasn't able to sleep at night because that's all I was thinking about. Right. It, there was so much of it. Yeah. And when you're just, and you're just being exposed to it for the first time, I can see where that would be really, really difficult to handle. Yeah. The Lord quickened me to a scripture. Uh, in Isaiah 60. Okay. Starting at verse 1. He gave me two, but I'm going to back up to verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. And the Gentiles shall come... Come to your light and kings to the brightness 
into the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to you. Your son shall come from far and your daughter should be nursed at your side. Then shall you see and flow together and your heart shall fear and be enlarged because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto you. The multitudes of camels shall cover you. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All they that from Sheba shall come, they shall bring gold and incense and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. That's through verse six. Mm -hmm. I think it's talking about this wealth transfer. Doesn't that seem sound like that to you? It does. It does. And I recently, I don't know who it was, who I was listening to. You know, I think I may have sent you that video. I can't remember. Where they were talking about the, the wealth transfer. It's not going to be too far off, I don't feel. Mm -mm. It's really close. I told it you really about is. that significant seed the Lord had me sow. And I heard someone's preacher's voice that I used to listen to say, it's a setup after I, after I sowed that seed. Ah. Amplified yeah. classic. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Oh, I like this. Let me say that again. Uh, Isaiah 60, Amplified Classic. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine the radiant, the radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you, O Jerusalem, and his glory shall be seen on you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about you and see. They all gather themselves together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters from, shall be carried and nursed in the arms. For you shall you see and be radiant. And your heart shall thrill and tremble with joy, but the glorious deliverance at the glorious deliverance and be enlarged because the abundant wealth of the dead sea shall be turned to you, and you shall and unto you shall the nations come with their treasures. A multitude of camels from the eastern trading tribes shall cover you, Jerusalem, the young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all the men of, from Sheba, who once came to trade, shall come bringing gold and frankincense and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. Wow, that does sound very much like the wealth transfer. It does. And the Lord quickened me to another scripture. Isaiah 45. which is something I confess over myself and have been confessing over myself for decades. Okay. Isaiah 45, starting at verse one. Thus says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, I always say to Vivian, 
whose right <laughs> hand I have holden, just as do nations before him, and I shall loose the loins of kings to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron, and I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, which call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Well, I've been confessing that for decades. Every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just recently added that to, I, I recently added the part where it says, you know, give me the treasures of darkness and hidden riches and secret places. That's something I've just recently added to my um, because morning prayers. Because that prophetic word that Julie gave about the giants falling. Uh -huh. She said, even the wealth from previous generations. Didn't I tell you what the Lord told me about my family? Yeah, absolutely. And that was confirmation what the Lord told me decades ago. Yeah. Isaiah 45 in the Amplified class. Thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I've, I held to subdue nations before him. And I will unarm and ungird the loins of kings. I will unarm and ungird the loins of kings to open doors before him so that the gates shall, will not be shut. I will go before you and level the mountains to make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces doors of bronze and cut asunder the bars of iron. I, and I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches and secret places that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. That's powerful. I love it. Yeah, it is. I just saved it on that version because I don't want to miss that, you know, miss seeing that again. Right. Yeah. We I don't have a pivotal point. Exactly. I'm going to have to add all of that to my morning prayer, that whole one through three. Mm -hmm. And I like it better in the Amplified classic it, yeah it's really good i know it by heart it's from the king james but i like the amplified classic better i like it yeah. i was about ready to give up a couple of years ago and a friend of mine sent me a scripture from second chronicles 15 mm -hmm. it says let not your hands be weak for your work should be rewarded Oh, and I think about that a lot because I'm seeing this is all these things point to the same thing. Right. I have not given in to the to the pressure to quit very much. I have, but not nearly as much as most people. Right. And I was about ready to quit at that point when that person gave me this. She gave me two scriptures, and one of them was that one, and the other one was Habakkuk 2, where it talks about the vision is yet for an appointed time. Oh, yeah. Habakkuk 2, um, verses 2 and 3. The Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that reads it. But the vision is yet for an appointed time. 
but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. The Lord had me do a word study on that because he says the word tarry twice in that one verse. Uh-huh. And it was years ago that he had me do the word study. But what it boils down to is the vision is yet for an appointed time, and that is the set time. And at the end, it shall speak. In other words, it'll be known to everybody. And it will not lie. Though it tarry, in other words, though it be, be delayed, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It right. will not tarry. And that yeah. second tarry doesn't mean delayed. It means it will not be late. Oh, wow. Even though okay. it's the word tarry in both places, it means two different things. Yeah. Read it in yours. Back at two, three. Here it is. Okay. It says, this vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently. For it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. In the Amplified class, it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, and it hastens to the end. And then parentheses says fulfillment. It will not deceive or disappoint. Though it tarry, wait earnestly for it, because it will surely come. It will not be behindhand on its appointed day. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Lord had given me that scripture many years in, refer- in reference to something that everybody thought was impossible and tried to talk me out of. And when she gave me those two scriptures, I again thought about that thing that everybody thought was impossible mm-hmm. and tried to talk me out of. And the Lord's been renewing that in my heart in the last couple of weeks, that particular thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting, Lord? Okay, I leave it in your hands. Because I found out I didn't have to help him. Better when we don't. (laughs) Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't need my help unless he tells me he needs my help. Right. He doesn't need my participation unless he tells me he needs my participation. Right. I'm so glad that I've learned not to give in to feeling. That's true. It's time to work on. It's, it's improving immensely because the Lord has. You know said, why I say that? Why? No, no. Go ahead, because the Lord has. Go ahead. Um, sorry, to, I forgot what I was saying. But that you're still working see. on not not giving in to feelings and. Because the Lord is really speaking to me lately about not responding to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, because even here, you know, within the last few weeks, you know, it's just somebody would say something and that's not correct. Can you have to respond to it? And I would type out a whole a whole response Dang. to it. Yeah. And then the Lord says, now you see that delete button? Hit that. 
So <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I would I would do that. I would have to just delete the whole thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord. And he's like, you had need to remember that your opinion is not always needed in every situation. Mm-hmm. Just if you want to type it out, type it out, but then you delete it, you know? And I'm like, right. okay. But I, you know, it's it, like noses. Everybody, everybody has, has one. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, when you give into that, that frustration or that anger and you just want to really just give your opinion, you know, you know, it's not needed. It really isn't mm-hmm. everything. You know, some, if somebody asked me my opinion, yeah, I'll give it to them. But for them anymore, I just, you know, if I get upset about something or think, you know, oh, that person is wrong, correct them. Yeah, God's like, just don't say anything. Just move on. Yeah. You don't need to respond to that. It's hard at first, but it gets easier. It has gotten easier. It really has. Because Mm -hmm. anymore... I I used to be that way, too. Yeah. But anymore, if I see something, I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, okay. Even though I think it's ridiculous, I'm... So it's gotten easier. And what I thought about when I said, when I made the comment that I'm glad I've I've learned not to go by feelings, Uh we wouldn't have had this podcast today if I went by feelings. Right. And we were were past the 45 minute mark for for somebody who didn't feel like it and didn't feel like they wanted to do anything. Yeah. The Lord is good. Absolutely. So people be praying for the wisdom of God for, over our leaders. Be praying, right. be praying that the Lord remove the mask off of those that are hiding who they really are and remove the blinders and the mask off of their minds that they're if they're deceived and they're they're meaning well but they're deceived. Remove remove those blinders and the, that mask so that they can see the truth. Yes. Wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you're getting, get understanding. So thank you, Lord, that are the people that are in charge have the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. There's yes. a word that's in Proverbs, there is a way that seems right unto man, but the way of that is, the end of that is death. So they don't go that direction. They go your direction, Lord. Even yeah. if it looks like it's the harder way to go, or even if it looks like it's not going to work, if they follow your leading. Because you know exactly what you're doing. Yep. So I think we're going to unhook here. We'll we'll pick this up maybe some other time, but at this point we're going to let it go. As a reminder, I still have a website, vivianlmiller.com. There's free material on there, and there's about to be some more additional free material in the next few weeks on there. You're free to go there and and browse. You're free to go there and read. You're free to go there and hit the links. You're free to go and purchase books if you choose to do that. My goal is that everybody walk free, that no one be captive to the things that the enemy has done in their lives to keep them bound to the past or bound to past hurt or crippled because of things that have happened in our lives. We've all had things happen. It's not about what has happened to us, about how we respond to that. And it's time to break out of those chains. Amen. So until next time, walk by faith, 
walk in victory, walk in boldness, listen to the Lord and follow him. Use your authority against the enemy when needed and defeat the darkness.